0: Welcome to the
1: FGP Podcast. I'm Ken Hagan. With me, as always, is John Wright. This song is really the best part of the show, I think. I agree. And Nick Urich. Rise up. Rise up. Resist. Other and more ways than one. Our Other generic... <laughs> revolt. Uh, <laughs> Revolts. There we go. Oh, boy. What's it been, like,
2: Two weeks. Uh so yeah, like I, I think I'm, so. Jesus we, Christ. We took too, my too yeah. long I literally weeks. I
1: literally am rising up from from my slumber, my podcast slumber. Good point. Yeah. We're rising up from our podcast slumber. Absolutely.
2: Didn't know where you're going there. Sometimes <laughs>
1: Sometimes uh life gets in the way, so we didn't podcast last week. But that's okay. I don't think anyone's from... too heartbroken about it. It's super Bowl Ke- week. Keith's pretty heartbroken. Keith was? He needed he really needed that pick me up. Yeah, I think so.
2: All, the nation did. The nation.
3: Well, well luckily it's so much better this week. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: What we really need is Dave Chappelle to come back on Saturday Night Live and, and make us all feel better. That's true. Right? I agree.
2: Okay.
3: And yeah, that only worked for like about five minutes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> sure. Okay. You know what does make us feel better? Is it beer? It's oh. beer. It's beer.
1: <laughs> Next to the top of the Segway game today. I like it. He is. I
2: like it as well.
1: John? He's well-rested. This Tone is back after it's, the That's right. We had a bye week.
2: Don't expect Opportunity this. Opportunity to write a lot of segues during that bye week. <laughs> That's <laughs> right.
1: Don't expect a lot. Uh, a better podcast, though, just because we've had a bye week.
2: We set the bar real low. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I don't well. know
3: if I can follow that, Ken, but I'm going to try. <laughs> we are drinking. We are drinking the Sierra Nevada sidecar. Orange pale ale. A pale ale with a twist. Of orange? I'm, I haven't read the whole thing yet, but oh, okay. I'm guessing the twist is an orange. Okay. Spoilers much, but okay. <laughs> we love hops. With a bright, citrus-heavy character, oh, we always wondered that. what it would be like to punch up the citrus while maintaining a crisp hop bite and balance. The result is this new take on the hoppy pale ale brewed with cascade Equinox and Mandarina hops with a hint of orange peel from additions in both the brew kettle and the fermenter that tweaked the classic hop profile and add a zesty pop of bright orange flavor. And according to the picture the beer is orange.
1: Okay. We could have easily poured this in a glass and looked at it, but we decided not to.
0: Um
3: Well I missed What do you twist. think the internet is, is lying? Yeah, it's a zesty pop of orange flavor. So, yes, the twist was orange.
1: I thought the twist was that they like hops. I wasn't a very good twist, though.
0: Mm.
1: It it tastes like they like hops. You need to call M. Night Shyamalan to come in and (laughs) twist this one up.
3: Yeah, I think the twist is that it's an IPA, but they didn't call it one. Right,
1: because why would you nowadays? (laughs) (laughs) You can call
3: it whatever you want. No, I literally bought this at the store. It was probably two, three weeks ago, I guess now. Yeah. But I was looking all, like was all up and down week, to find anything that wasn't an IPA <laughs> that I hadn't had before, and that was difficult. That's how we <laughs> ended up with Sidecar. <laughs> Which store did you go to? Uh,
2: that was a Heidi. The 40th hmm. one? Or like no. 50th, I guess? I don't know.
3: The one on 27th.
2: Oh, okay.
1: The one near here. That one has a pretty good beer selection. I'm surprised yeah, that you easy. had a hard time finding something. Yeah, I mean they had like, day. you
3: know, it's
1: winter time, so you can find some good.
3: I expected lots more stouts and stuff, but it yeah. was little. You know what
2: is there? That white buffalo beer. It's true. I <laughs> thought about getting like the white buffalo. was there. There. Can't, That's true. We can't yeah. do that again, obviously, but <laughs> I'm, I'm half tempted. <laughs> I mean, you could still buy
1: it for yourself and take it home and enjoy it. I could, you know, that's true. I should in the have done that. Comfort of your own
3: home. Maybe you wouldn't have been sad all week. Right,
1: Casper the friendly white buffalo. He would have made you feel like <laughs> much better. Uh, yeah, well, this is it's all right. I'm not really picking up any of the orange.
2: I get a little citrusy flavor for sure. It's mainly just really
3: bitter. Yeah, yeah, I I would agree. It's it's citrusy. It's not particularly orange. At all, kind of getting like a little like
1: I don't know, soapy (laughs) Flavor Well that's not good Might just be the type of hops they're using Maybe my tongue just disagrees
3: I was really hoping it would be a lot like the citadelic Which I really really enjoy This this one is Maybe similar but it's not as good
1: Again, one of my pet peeves When you put a fucking orange on the front And you (laughs) call it an orange pale ale And then it doesn't taste like orange
3: You know what, I call shenanigans on that sir I know for a fact one of your favorite beers had a picture of a white buffalo on it <laughs> tasted nothing like a buffalo that's true. to my
1: knowledge <laughs> uh, <laughs> buffaloes might taste like white chocolate I don't know maybe that's where white chocolate comes from do you know enough about chocolate
3: to tell me that that's not true yes Damn
1: it. <laughs> shut up John
3: <laughs> just saying there's a picture of a buffalo that didn't, didn't taste like that
1: uh, I Again, I don't know what to tell you. I uh, doesn't say buffalo flavor or anything. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: oh, what a dumb conversation. Anyways, uh, well, let's go through
2: star rankings. Okay, I will say two. Okay,
1: Oof, John,
3: harsh. this is your beer. Uh, I'll say three. Okay,
2: I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna say two and a half. Not a big fan.
0: We're not a huge we're fan of IPAs on this show. I mean, it's still average yeah. score. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe we're it's
1: not, average IPA. We're not. We're not really huge fans of pale ales and IPAs on this show. So that's okay. That's okay. I mean, lots we of like, We this. like those beers, but apparently we right. just don't bring good ones that we like onto the <laughs> onto this podcast. <laughs> well, well usually we don't. We haven't ones. tried
2: them yet, yeah. so we don't know if they're good. Yeah. yeah. What, what are the IBUs on this? Do you have any idea? Just out of curiosity.
3: Do have it. It Ooh. is 35. Good. Okay. It's not very high. Really? That's surprising. Wow. So I, says, I was thinking it was well, double that. To be yeah. fair, it says bittering units. It doesn't actually say IBUs, so. Mm. Okay. Maybe, they're maybe they, they have a maybe different they're scale. Like right. English maybe. bittering units. Maybe they're not on the
1: old <laughs> international scale they're using imperial bittering units. These are the California
2: bitter bittering units, so right. it's, they're much stronger <laughs> cuz everything's an IPA over there.
3: <laughs> yeah, hipster bittering <laughs> units 35. <laughs> oh, <H-B-U.
1: boy>. ABV. <laughs> uh mm-hmm.
3: alcohol content. Do you want me to tell you? <laughs> I'm just you so like that's a
1: question. <laughs> that's the next part of the the quiz. You're you could really facilitate this, but I'm doing it for you. Well, it so. we seemed
3: like we really didn't like this beer that much, so I was just right. going to move on. Uh, but and say it's fine.
1: Just, we have to go through all of the parts of the segment. Okay. So
3: well, then you did add a because we're supposed to do this before we do stars. No, I do. For instance, it whenever what if I, I, I told you it was eleven point seven percent? I would highly doubt it. That would change your star rating, would it not?
1: No. (laughs) Uh, Okay, it would. False. Yeah, it it probably would. I would give it probably, like, another star. Yeah.
3: It (laughs) would be, be like, a three and a half. (laughs) Okay, so to start the guessing, I'm going to tell you it is lower than 11.7.
1: Five, you say?
3: Yeah. I think it's more than five.
1: I'm going with... Five point eight. I feel like I always say five
3: point eight, so I'm going to go five point eight. <laughs> it was five point three. Ooh, We're just okay. barely. Nick finally gets the steal. He does. <laughs> All right.
2: <Blech>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a little of that soap flavor you're talking my yeah. You know?
1: Good. At least I'm not the <laughs> only one. I'm not crazy. Out. Rousing success. Rousing success. <laughs> Still not the worst beer we've had on this podcast, apparently.
2: That is definitely true.
1: That Whatever other, sour beer that you weird gave it, it sour was one,
2: just awful. That
1: one was real funky. Some kind of wild. That was pretty tough. Stuff. I didn't like that beer either, So,
2: <laughs> I think maybe I gave it two and a half stars or something. That I can at take. least finish this beer. I, that beer I could not. Yeah, finish.
3: I gave that one one drink. That's, That's how true. bad it was.
2: Okay. Time to get serious. Time to get real serious.
1: Our beer's under attack. Beer is under attack.
3: Craft beer. In Nebraska is under attack. When there's beer news, Nick Urich is on the case, <laughs>
1: <laughs> or Nick Yurick's
3: uh, wife is on the case. One of the two. <laughs> yep. Something tells me she's
1: the
2: one who discovered this. She did. All right. Well, <laughs> she's on the case. All right. Did Nick. you guys read the uh, legislative bill here, LB six thirty two?
1: I didn't read it, but I. I don't need to know. I don't need to read it to know. You don't need to
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me tell me what it means. What what's so, what's the problem here, Nick? So the problem for a lot of these craft breweries is that this bill will limit the number of tap rooms they can open. So no more new tap rooms for these guys. Even though they've been promised that they could build these new locations in two thousand sixteen. It's right. so like Kincator wanted to open up one in Grand Island. And if this bill goes through, they'll they won't be able to do that anymore. I don't right. think anybody is I don't know if I assume new ones can have one tap room, but I don't know how it works after that. bill wasn't super clear. I
1: know that they, I didn't see someone on Twitter discussing like quote unquote satellite locations, essentially like limiting how many you can have.
2: I think it's five. Yeah. Five right now, right? Five right now. Yeah. Yeah. But then I don't know
1: what this does. Zero, (laughs) apparently. I I don't understand it exactly. Why somebody would do this though. That's the thing.
2: Well, the the worst part of it, I, from what I was reading, is that they will and ins- they'll limit your ability to distribute your beer. Right. So instead of being able to, as the producer, like directly transport it to the seller, you'll have to transport it to these wholesale distributors.
3: Yeah, it, I did see that part of the thing. So it simply says a craft brewery cannot sell to a retailer. Right. Which so seems like, kind of bullshit.
2: So i use the concator example. So you'd have
1: to go through a distributor. It just wants to create a middleman for some reason. Pretty much, yeah. That's stupid.
2: In the concater example, they're in Broken Bow, and they'd have to ship their beer all the way to Omaha to the distributor, and then the distributor would ship it all the way back to Broken Bow oh, and Ord and all those places where they sell it right now.
3: That sucks.
2: Just yeah. super stupid, I think. Huge waste of gas. Right. That was That's, the, that's the main thing that I'm like, that I think it's, I don't know. I mean, the satellite stuff... Maybe they're trying to limit these breweries from becoming giants and taking over everything or monopolizing them, but the the whole transportation thing is just really the thing
1: I see that sounds my first thing that I didn't like about this when what you said already was places like Kincator and Scratchtown, they're in very small towns and they cater mostly to that town and they're like the thing in that town basically. Yeah. And, you know, like all the people who live in those towns love those places. But it's like, there are towns around that don't have a scratch town or a, you know, concater, and those places can create a tap room or something in those small towns and kind of distribute better to those, you know, smaller places. Like, you could have a Kinkator or scratch town, like, little kind of, you yeah, know, taste awesome. room in your small town. They get to kind of branch out to places that don't have one of those. Because when you're talking in those small towns, they get fairly far apart from each other. And so it's like, well, if you want to enjoy a scratch town... Brewery type place, you have to drive like thirty miles or something, you know, on some shitty country road to, you know, and then to go to go to that place. But they could just put one in your town, you know. Right. So it feels stupid to like you're limiting. You're, it just doesn't seem good for anybody. I guess. It's good for the
3: middleman. I guess. It's yeah, I I guess. I, it's, it's difficult <laughs> to see any other benefit. To this, besides just right, like some distributor lobbying
1: them, right? Some distributor group or something in Nebraska is basically saying, like, we're getting cut out, and we don't like it.
3: And it's also good for big beer, I guess. I yeah, that's know? what. That's what. Those, those smaller breweries, that's a significant cost if they have to ship right. it all the way back to Omaha to ship it all the way back to their own town.
2: You yeah, know? and and re- usually in those smaller towns, it's big beer is like the thing. Right. Yeah, like, they, don't, they don't normally go after craft beer. To, right,
1: and it's making it harder for them to break into those smaller right. town industries or, or whatever, commercial audiences or whatever. Yeah, that's that's kind of what Caleb
2: was arguing. I don't know if you read that Scratch Town sent out a letter and, did and their sales sales there. rep was kind of trying to say that it was Big Beers. Uh, okay. Kind of the reason they thought behind it, but I don't know. It's tough to
3: tell. It really surprises me that Nebraska is... That important to to big beer. Maybe, maybe, maybe they're just doing it all over the US. Yeah, yeah, probably doing the only many states. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, what a terrible thing. <laughs> but the thing that makes me that's stupid about this is if you just if you learn about what it is and you just think about it, it becomes very like clear who it benefits. I mean. We, we basically just walked through it on here on the podcast but it's like you just say like who does this benefit it's like well it benefits the middleman, you know Yeah, and so benefits distributors well, who would benefit from putting pressure on distributors the big guy
0: it seems like it's weird it's a
1: straightforward the very end, trail yeah you know the to- other weird thing
2: is at the very end of this bill there's like a bunch of stuff about music copyright laws too, which I don't seem to have anything to do with so just anything else in the yeah, there, somebody dude. else
3: was sneaking in some, some music <laughs> licensing crap in here too. That's sort of towards the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird.
2: But yeah, super dumb. I don't I don't like this.
3: <laughs> no, sir, I don't like it. <laughs> you will not like him when he's angry.
2: <laughs> we uh we tweeted tweeted uh, some of the stuff out if you follow us on Twitter some ways to uh, to voice your opinion about this talk to senators we'd also like to issue a call to arms here
1: Nick is going to issue his call to arms
3: you can tell by Ooh, how fired gonna, up he's getting he's going
1: to play some music that's why he sounds a little distracted he's working yeah I was trying stuff. to figure out the, <laughs>
3: where the music <laughs>
2: We're Nebraska-bred beer men here. FGB podcast is not a political, and we will not get political on any issues. Not not now, not in the news. However, beer is a bipartisan issue. The Nebraska legislator has introduced a bill, LB 632, that would limit beer production and distribution in our state. FGB urges you to contact your senator to let them know that you are against this bill. You can find out more, as I said earlier, on how let contact your local senators via our Twitter. God bless America, and God bless beer.
3: Thank you, beer. <laughs> that wasn't quite the thing, but it felt, it felt right. Yeah.
2: It did feel Thank right. Thank you, beer sound. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like John. I like John. He's going, with, he's going with his gut. He's getting into it. Getting the feels going. Yes. Tweet your senator... Email your senator, call your senator. You tweeted a senator. I did. I tweeted a senator. Yep. You can do it, too. I tweeted a senator, and I got four retweets. <laughs> 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 How awesome
3: is that? I'm trending right now. I, say, I think I'm we Twitter. should also call out, if we're going to officially come out against this bill, we should point out that it was introduced by State Senator Larson. All right. But according to Google, is Tyson Larson of O'Neill, Nebraska. Ooh. Ooh. So screw that guy.
1: Hmm. Don't vote for Tyson Tyson Larson (laughs) next time around.
3: (laughs) Wow, that's really surprising. So he's born in 1986. Jesus, he's younger than me. I really pictured an old person (laughs) as this. It really seems like a ruining fun sort of (laughs) thing.
0: Yeah, Yeah. it does.
1: He sounds like he's the like the mayor. Do, of does O'Neill have from a Footloose.
2: distribution, big distribution company? Maybe I don't know.
0: That would be. got gotta,
2: sense, gotta
3: look more in O'Neill. There's here. a there's a big warehouse there somewhere. For there's not them. a Bud Light kegs.
1: Probably, it's probably like one of their bigger employers or something in O'Neill. Or,
3: or trucking, maybe. Maybe. That that would probably benefit the extra mileage for sure. That could be. <laughs> hmm
2: all right i don't reach reach across the aisle often but i will <laughs> for beer <laughs>
1: i will for beer i'll reach across for a beer <laughs> <laughs> all right well that football was football guys <laughs> that was beer let's talk about football let's move on Bucket oh boy it's super bowl week guys
3: right Yay. it is yeah it doesn't really feel that way no it um, like it's pretty low-key yeah
1: but maybe it's, it's because the, the falcons the falcons are, the falcons are super, in. <laughs> super cool, so, but everyone's like small media following uh. yeah. <coughs> well anyways let's go for some news um not really anything like super bad to talk about which is good right
2: uh, no, I there's mean, no like negative that's... news, although we kind of oh, just no did that already. So. Yeah, uh,
1: did we talk about Grigson, though, last? I don't think we talked about Grigson getting fired last week. Or not last week, two weeks ago. That no, happened last week, not. I think. Maybe not. It was like eight days ago he got fired.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. The Colts GM. Yeah, we didn't GM, talk about that. Colts yeah. GM.
1: That dude got fired.
2: Yeah, good point.
3: And guess what? It did seem weird not to have Are they the ones that
2: the grabbed the Chiefs GM after?
3: Yeah, oh,
1: but yeah, guess I, what?
2: I figured that's what. We Nobody were about.
1: was happy, or everyone was happy about it when that guy <laughs> left. So, fuck that guy.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, he, Apparently, like he hasn't players, done anything to help his team. Yeah, in yeah apparently, many years. players <laughs> have
1: come back or have come out of like the woodwork and been like, "That guy sucks. He should have been gone a long time ago." And it was like, whoa! <laughs> apparently, everyone hated this guy. Even Chuck Pagano hates that, hated that guy. So, uh, I didn't bring it up because the they hired the Chiefs guy I brought it up because it wasn't on this list and it happened last week Nick sure you did so I thought it was more interesting than the John Lynch hiring I guess but
2: Really? Maybe only. I feel that like the That one's a little bit
1: more like out of nowhere, I guess. Yeah, this is definitely more this is a little bit more story. of this, like <laughs> kind of like Schadenfreude. Like I, I thought Gregson should have been gone like two years ago because he's a terrible GM. Oh, and, you just talked. Shocky so lasted as long. so I'm just like happy to see someone get canned that should have got canned a long time ago. This Bill's is Bill's
2: GM here next.
1: Yeah, Doug Whaley. <laughs> I Can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, yeah, that guy got fired. <laughs> uh, actually, I, I man, I wish I should have looked up a little earlier. But they had, I saw like Chris Wesseling wrote the article about like all the people he drafted in like 2012 or something. Just, oh, like, as looking like, to, I heard it was them. like every perk player he's drafted on defense or something over the last like five years or something, and only like two of them are still like playing in the NFL. Jesus,
3: that's insane. That's real bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. That was like, yeah, pretty much that. He's terrible at <laughs> that. Uh, he had a good 2012 draft or whatever it was where he took Andrew Luck. But I mean, that's like the biggest no brainer you could ever have.
3: Yeah, you you shouldn't you shouldn't keep a job based on drafting no,
1: Andrew Luck. No, no.
3: Everyone knew he was the best right. player.
1: Yeah, right. He was going to go to whatever team drafted first, no matter what team that was. send
3: a fruit basket to Curtis Painter for losing all those games. (laughs) That's true. He was the one who got you, Andrew Luck. That's right.
1: (laughs) Man, I wish I could send a fruit basket to Curtis Painter right now.
3: (laughs) Okay. I don't don't even have a response to that. I think it would be funny.
1: All these years later, hey, thanks. (laughs) 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 What the hell is this for? You know what it's for. You know. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> uh, but yes yeah, so they they did hire Chris Ballard who is I don't remember I don't know what his position was vice president of something oh he wasn't your GM he wasn't, he wasn't the GM. GM John Dorsey he is the GM he was he's like vice president of personnel or something or oh, okay. something I don't know you know how it is they have like 400 <laughs> vice presidents on every NFL team so mm-hmm. right. one of those things so he was involved in the scouting. I don't know. Apparently, I think because there were kind of there's like some rumblings going on that John Dorsey might go back to Green Bay and be the GM when Ted Thompson leaves. So there was like a little bit of thing like well, they didn't want Chris Ballard to leave because they thought maybe he would take the GM, GM job in at Kansas Avenue. City. And there was some a little bit of, I guess you could say, like, evidence, conspiracy theory type shit going around, that that's why he turned down the job in San Francisco, or he, because they offered him an interview, and he said no. But then, of course, that came out a little later, the Chiefs said no. So, I think I would but,
3: rather be in Indianapolis than San yeah, Francisco, yeah.
1: anyway. <laughs> I think I would maybe <laughs> wait, I would wait until maybe next year, or something else comes around before I would take a San Francisco job, but hey... I mean, how lucky are you that you waited and then, like, three weeks later, the Colts knock on the door and, like, hey, you want to GM a team with Andrew Luck as the quarterback? Oh, yeah, this is going to be easy. Well, that reminds (laughs) me.
3: It was one of the the first things I thought about when I saw this headline. Bold prediction. Hmm. Colts 2018 led onto the field by coach Josh McDaniels. I think Pagano's got to do real well to survive a new regime here. I I agree. That'd be interesting. That'd be cool. And I think it seems to me McDaniels made a conscious decision to just say all these teams suck, I'm going to stay here for another year. (laughs) He did say... If it's the Colts, I don't don't know that he makes that decision. He did say
1: during this week in Super Bowl press conference or whatever you want to call it that he was waiting for the right place at the right time, which seems like... If that, I mean, I mean, if that job rolls around, it's probably the best job in the NFL mm-hmm. if you can, you know, based on, well, Andrew Luck is there, but, I mean.
3: <laughs> if you can get him some kind of protection. Right, so right. So he stays
1: healthy. You have a guy who can basically run your entire playbook. What more could you ask for?
3: So. Bold prediction, 2018. Mark yeah. it down. I'm not going to.
1: But I'll remember you okay, said that. Nick is. I'll, I'll vaguely he's, he's remember that you... Thing. Yeah, he's writing it down right now. I'm watching it. <laughs> yep. I'll remember. I'll vaguely remember you said that. Okay. I'm sure you will too, but that would be pretty cool. But, uh,
3: yeah, I don't know. You know what's real weird? What's up? What's weird? 49ers hired a commentator, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah? <laughs> I was gonna say that thinking you <laughs> all were gonna talk about something else, but... <laughs>
1: Yes, John Lynch, the guy who we literally said, which one of these guys is John Lynch when we were watching one of the playoffs?
2: <laughs> like, so. this guy doesn't he knows anything about. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> true. So, wait, is this John Lynch? <laughs> I
3: didn't say that. I know who John Lynch is. Yeah.
1: No, he I don't
2: believe. Yeah, I mean, no. he's was around it, around That was the one
1: game. I think wasn't that the Seahawks and Atlanta game that he that they did? Was, was that the one they did together? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yes. I think we were all sitting and thinking. I think someone was this, like, yeah. who is this guy? And you were Why like, oh, D John Lynch, team? he was a safety. And we were like, oh,
3: okay. <laughs> okay, maybe I do remember that yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'll give you credit. I knew who John Lynch
2: was. I didn't know who the other guy was, though.
1: So. Oh, yeah. I still I don't I remember don't know who the who guy's name
3: <laughs> Yeah, I did see that in the article that they announced this. Or no, maybe it was that. Was it the drop play? movie? Someone said that John <laughs> oh, Lynch was line. like the D team. Yeah, yeah. That's Fox, the draft. was, he was, in the I was like, he was in a playoff game. Clearly, he's the B team. Yeah. Yeah. He's that's the B as B high team. as you can he's rise. Other than Buck and Aikman. I mean. Right. Yeah. True.
1: <laughs> the A team was clearly doing something else. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, you got it earn. There were two Fox games, I guess, yeah. So,
1: yeah. A what do you guys think about it? Safety, right?
3: One of those guys who's maybe a hall of famer, but maybe will just sort of be forgotten about. Right? You know, I thought he was really. I think he'll be a hall of famer, but I don't um, know. He was definitely a a boring commentator. Frankly, (laughs) (laughs) he's vanilla.
1: He's what a he's He's what a commentator is for. If you're not interesting enough... He's supposed
3: enough, to be the color commentator. Yeah, he's but see, he's, he's supposed, supposed to be the, be the, color the guy. interesting one.
1: But if you're not interesting <laughs> enough to get on to the A team, you're not interesting enough. <laughs> you're on the B team. It means you're not that interesting.
3: Well, actually, I'm thinking about it now. I'm not sure there are any A team color commentators that are not quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, I was going to say most of them are that quarterbacks. That are
3: not quarterbacks? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, John, Gr- John Gruden.
1: You got Phil Simms. That's true. John Gordon. John Gruden. But he's a quarterback. Guru. That's true.
3: He's a whisperer. Yeah, I guess John Gruden would be the one. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, if you can get a real coach in there, you're going to get one, you know.
2: Chris Collinsworth was a He's a wide, wide receiver. receiver.
1: Oh, yeah. Bad. okay. Yeah, John, fuck. You de- don't you know anything other than who John Lynch is? <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I only follow Johns. <laughs> John Elway, John Lynch. What's
1: John Madden doing right now?
3: <laughs> John f- Madden was the fucking best commentator of all time. He's getting old and fat. That's all he's doing right now. He's been his, doing that for a real long on time. His, <laughs> 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 on his big, fat pile of like, money. He's been doing that since, like, the 70s.
2: Yeah. So uh, it, I think it would be hilarious if, like, Kyle Shanahan pretty much handpicked... It. John Lynch or whatever if he just didn't take the job that after would be the best he, he was <laughs> <just> like <laughs> he was like you know what leaves them to go up in flames yeah. and goes <laughs> <laughs> just a total troll
1: job is he that thing
3: where he goes to shake hands with the owner and, and he's he like, like styles his hair psych in <laughs> the old psych psych <laughs> Uh, he's like he sits
1: down and he's signing the contract and he just writes Bruce Wayne on the on the line next to his name and then he just like gets up and he's like,
0: <laughs>
1: it's like Kyle, where are you? I didn't sign a contract. Yeah, you did. Uh, read it again. Okay.
3: <laughs> so one hundred percent serious. Seemed like San Francisco maybe had trouble finding a coach that wanted to go there, but they got Kyle Shanahan. That's true. Hott- hottest name in the league. Pretty, pretty easy decision. Yep. Yep. And and then they went out and hired a person <laughs> who's never worked in a, right. in a front office before. True, as the GM, yeah. that seems pretty weird.
2: They did get Adam Peters though. So yeah, from the Broncos, he he was, plays, he was he was with uh, Broncos uh,
1: one of their uh, assistant Vice coach or, or no? Of he was like right there. Yeah, he was like their head of scouting. He was Coca-Cola, he was essentially the
2: uh, guy that just went to the Colts. Position. Oh, like, yeah, so okay, Vice one. President of Personnel or yeah, whatever yeah. Was, yeah, Vice
1: President of Personnel. <laughs> yeah. so, but they said that uh, apparently, like, John Lynch facilitated getting that guy, who's one of the better, best scouting directors or whatever in the country, to go to the 49ers. Yeah. So maybe, a lot of, maybe there's a little a bit of, of, like, hey, Lynch, come here. We'll get you this job. If you can get, you know, some guys that you're, some of your <laughs> buddies who are actually talented to come over here and, like, help, you know? <laughs>
3: Come over here for but, the next couple years while we know the team will still suck. Right. But I, I also think that. I will uh, promote one of these other guys. I think that Kyle Shanahan is
1: actually going to be running the show for the most part. I don't know what the GM's going to be doing, but. They, oh, you but, think he's going to be playing versus Nolan's, yeah. I think that Shanahan's going to be doing most Just of like it. show. Like definitely like seems like that death. they've
3: established that uh, yeah. sort of hierarchy, considering that Shanahan <laughs> was heavily involved in the picking of the GM. Right. So.
1: That would make you sound, make it seem like he's the, really the one in charge. The GM is just like, I don't know, he's just kind of like a manager
3: and it's helping out. <laughs> it is kind of sounding like the Niners have sort of a Broncos complex. Yeah. We'll hire I Mike mean, kid. grabbing we'll as many we'll John Broncos. will hire Elway's scouting director. Right. Trade for Cutler.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: <That's> <laughs> I don't think they're going to have to trade for Cutler. I'm pretty sure he's going to be a
3: free agent. Well, the other way. I, I, I really hope Nick is right here. I'm not sure where you're going when the next step is getting Jay Cutler. Now, but <laughs> I would like to see a team go there. <laughs>
1: um, it's better than Kaepernick and or Blaine Gabbert.
2: I did think it was interesting.
3: Kaepernick has better hair, I think.
0: Eh,
3: than Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> he
2: has ba- better hair than Jay Cutler. Yeah. Oh, Jay, fuck no. got, Jay Cutler has amazing hair. Beautiful that, hair. That is the one thing that's consistent about Jay Cutler. Yes, his hair is always on point. The
1: one on thing that's consistent about Jay Cutler is he's got great hair. He does have great hair. I'm just saying.
3: Literally can insult Jay Cutler's ability to play football all day. Nick, mostly quiet. Anything else Jay Cutler we'll related, it. Nick is all over it. <laughs> he's got the best hair, smokes the best cigarettes.
2: Ask any of his two He <laughs> smokes Shermans? Is that he what you're saying? probably Shermans are the best see um, everyone
1: knows Shermans are the best Fine. Okay. Yeah, I, did think
2: okay. it, I did think it was interesting though that John Lynch uh, before they revealed that he was hired he told everybody to keep it under wraps like as much as possible and they waited like a couple extra days or whatever because he just wanted to test for leaks to see if anybody leaked out the information huh. apparently that was a really bad problem last year well I mean obviously with all the Kaepernick talk about him getting rid of him and all that stuff so hmm. that's a pretty interesting move
3: interesting Okay. John Lynch going all Game of Thrones. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's <laughs> true. Very Machiavellian
3: or something. I don't know.
1: Well, I don't know. I mean I think I feel like this is sort of like sort of like what the Rams did in a way, where it's kinda of like bring in some younger guys and sign them to some long term contracts and just like fucking
2: see what happens. Fuck it.
1: Let's see if they can do it. And if, you know, and if they struggle for a couple of years, just let them figure it out. And then after a few more years, if they don't, well, we'll just get another dude. I mean, when and you're basically the worst team in the league, you have to start being a little more patient. I mean, the the best thing to do is be patient. But I mean,
3: McVeigh is a young guy who's inexperienced right. at coaching, but at least he's has some experience at coaching. That's true. Lynch has absolutely no experience no, doing this. And now he, he's going to be in charge.
1: But Lynch does have a lot of experience going around to different teams in the NFL and talking to their coaches and GMs and the players for broadcast purposes, but still.
3: So does so does Joe Buck.
1: Yeah, Joe Buck. Are you going to hire Joe Buck? Yeah, he's better than if you hired me. <laughs> <wouldn't
3: it>? <laughs> <laughs> See, that logic right there is why fucking Trump is president, okay? <laughs> Sometimes you need a higher standard than just... <laughs> Well, I probably won't fuck it up any worse than I would. That's <laughs> not a good argument. Okay. I'm sorry. I know we had our critical <laughs> moment for the <laughs> for the day already. But.
1: Um, are we done talking about the 49ers? Yeah, let's not. Okay, talk about the let's more. talk about the best thing that happened last week: the Pro Bowl Skills Competition.
3: Oh yeah, because that was awesome. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge.
2: Phil <laughs> Barra is taking on the gold.
3: Nick has like really? a
1: huge boner right now. <laughs> uh, I, th- uh, I did not up.
3: watch any of this. Okay. So you I will tell, tell me you, you. You didn't watch one. the dodgeball? You were no. so excited for dodgeball. No, I didn't watch the. Dodgeball. I watched
1: all of it. Jesus, except for the drone drop. I missed that. Yeah, yeah I that did that watch seems the stupid. highlight. I watched where, the highlight of yeah. it.
2: it was didn't seem that cool. Uh,
1: I was a big fan of the the precision passing drill. I thought that was pretty cool.
2: It seemed like for, you might as well just go for the big ones because. The moving ones, people kept missing all the time. Like the one and right. two point ones, were spinning around in a circle. So, yes, seemed like that was pretty, see it was pretty. It
1: was pretty cool. John, did you even see like a glimpse? I
3: saw Odo Beckham in a sumo suit.
1: Okay. that was funny. That was during the Pro Bowl. I didn't see. Era, that. Or that was like during the week, but it, it yeah, I don't a, think was it wasn't an actual event. <laughs> it was just, yeah, <laughs> it was just a
2: fun thing that they were doing. Uh, yeah, I see Odell Beckham dance with the Colts mascot. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool too.
1: Actually, the Colts mascot was a much better dancer. He was
3: that. good.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: Anyways, he does. I mean, that is his job. This is his job. <laughs> but, uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> precision passing. I enjoyed. Uh, Andy Dalton got second place, I
2: believe. Yeah, that's crazy. When he when he first like went up there to pass and got like sixteen points, I was like, oh wow. Well, so that's gonna get beat almost immediately. Yeah. Yeah. But nobody really beat it. Is him. So
3: it, the maximum. Andy Dalton is in the Pro Bowl this year. Yeah, Andy Dalton's in the Pro Bowl
1: like all the time. Oh, okay. Most of the time, it's because someone gets injured or because a second time Tom third Brady, Brady or can't something. make it or whatever, you know. Okay.
2: Uh <laughs> <laughs> Alex Smith was in the Pro Bowl. Kirk Cousins was in the Pro Bowl.
0: I feel
3: like Alex Smith had a better year than Andy Dalton did, didn't he? Uh, Andy Dalton the played, played pretty
2: well. won more
3: games, but yeah, I guess maybe statistically was so had bad that year. I assumed Dalton was bad, but maybe it wasn't. Yeah. Maybe that's unfair.
2: I mean, AJ Green had a really good year. I, I think Dalton actually didn't play that bad this year. Um, a lot, lot more sacks than all. but
1: my only thing was the only I guess because you can't have like you have to everyone has to participate in a little, a little bit of something. Are you sure Drew
2: Brees didn't get second? I, I he was remember. like four points he away. He was pretty close. Oh. Yeah, they were probably about. The same. I think he got maybe close. they tied. I think yeah, maybe. But he so didn't. who won?
1: Philip Rivers. Rivers. Oh okay. No, it was so Dalton was first. He got like sixteen points, and then Dak. Prescott. Also, this is 16 out of a possible 35. There's just a bunch of targets on you the field. You get a field. minute you're, you're, to you're, to hit these targets. you have to puncture
2: a target with a football? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And they're you like yeah, like paper basically. But some of them are moving around and like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Some of them are really far away. Uh, but yeah, uh, Dalton went first. Yeah, and he got 16. And I was like, oh, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, I <that's not> thought. <laughs> and then and he got second place. <laughs> and then Prescott. I and mean, they were like, well, it's like you never want to be first. You probably are, are like nervous. You've never done it before or whatever. You know, like you just don't want to be the first guy to go up there. And then, But Dalton went up there, and then it was like, Dash Prescott went it, and he didn't do great. <laughs> he got like Well, he 12. did try to nail the same target like three That's times. That's true, because and, and Drew,
2: or yeah, Drew Brees, Drew Brees had like, to tell dude, him, like, you, you already hit that you one. You can't do that. You don't, you know, once you hit it, you've
1: hit it. <laughs> and he was like, oh, okay. And uh, was who was next? Uh, Brees, you know.
3: Rivers is third. These yeah. are professional then, football quarterbacks. There's no yeah. way any of them were nervous doing this bullshit. That's probably true. And I'm the sure easiest day of work. Plus, it their was their a whole. Life. It was like a whole week of
1: them all fucking off and yeah. screwing around. It's for like, like, why do you think Old was running around yeah. a sumo suit? Right. He
3: doesn't give a shit about the game. But uh, yeah, it was cool. Rivers.
2: He Rivers did, couple, did nail that end zone one like three, three times just to make sure he got it because apparently his <laughs> foot stepped over the line or something. Oh right.
3: And then yeah, and then so he nailed the deepest target three times.
2: Yeah, because the, the farthest the target away, but it wasn't was, moving. It wasn't that's the cool.
3: deepest
1: one. Was the, I thought was that five pointer? Maybe that was just the hardest one. That's just the hardest because it's moving. Yeah, I is think those
2: end zone ones are farther away.
1: Okay, yeah, that's probably true. They're like forty yards, I think, something like that. Oh, is
2: it that far? Holy shit! For those end zone for the four big four pointers. That makes sense. Yeah, I was like, oh, it doesn't look like it'd be hard to hit and then Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look like it'd be hard to hit, but it's like forty yards
2: diagonal. Oh, that's, oh wow, that's that's part of that. Uh,
1: but yeah, uh, what's his name? So like these these pieces of paper or these big paper thing like targets they had like metal rims around it. And fucking Drew Brees kept hitting the rim every time like on all these ones, and it was like the last second he like throws the for the five pointer one and he hits the fucking rim and he doesn't hit it doesn't go through and he was like oh it was like <laughs> he was so close to beating Rivers by like one second yeah <laughs> one
2: second one point almost.
1: That was cool. I liked that one. It was one. fun. nice yeah. yeah. four of them. It was just four of them because the next event was the <clears> Best Hands event, and they had that was the one. Alex Smith and Kirk Cousins were the quarterbacks in those events, and I, I was like, I wanted to see every quarterback go through it.
2: Like I would have yeah, liked to see the Best Hands. Why yeah. I didn't see that one.
1: So that was the that's that's a wide receiver drill, and so they have like you know it's AFC NFC. So like Alex Smith was the AFC quarterback for that, and then Cousins was the NFC guy, and so they have like these little I guess like areas that the they have the it's like a it's kind of like a around the world sort of thing but for catching so the receiver he stands on he starts on or he runs to the first one and he st- turns around and it's like two-handed catch and all he has to do is just catch a fucking ball and then he runs to the next one after he catches it and there's like a one-handed catch and or no i think it was like a sideline catch so there's like a line and the quarterback has to throw it over that past that line and he has to reach across grab it next one is a one-handed catch When they catch that one, they do the, like, behind-the-back catch, so they have to, like, or, like, over the shoulder. So they go to their little spot. They turn around, and the guy has to throw it over his shoulder. They have to catch it from over one of their two shoulders, Hmm. uh, which (laughs) both guys kept throwing it and, like, hitting them, but it was, like, not over the shoulder. It was, like, kind of to their side (laughs) a little bit, and they kept trying to catch it, and then the ref would be like, like, no, that wasn't over the shoulder. And they're like, oh, okay. And then uh, –
2: as as much of a test on the quarterbacks as the receivers So so they
1: would do that – and then they have to do it, uh, then they do the opposite side. So they, so like, one time they're catching everything from the left, and then they go around, they do the same thing in reverse order on the right, and then they have to go all the way back around, and it's like whoever does it the fastest. Hmm. So each guy has to catch basically four one-handed catch, four of each catch, but, uh, or no, four one-handed catches, cause there are, and then four regular catches, I think, something like, yeah, four sideline catches, and then just two of the center catch.
2: And Odell Beckham won it, I assume I assume.
1: No. No. He got second place. But Jarvis Landry won it. Because they weird. Weren't... Jarvis Landry went to the same school. And they him and Odell Beckham We're both Tells you. They both went to the same school and they both practiced the one handed catches together. Like Odell Beckham's like you know, the super famous for what he did. <laughs> yeah. But Jarvis Landry's like, yeah, uh, we we do that all the time. Like me and him used to just throw the ball to each other and just catch it one handed, like at school or in college, like all the time. That's like our drill. So like you know, fucking Odell Beckham's out there before a game, like catching all these crazy one-handed passes, mm-hmm. and it's like Jarvis Landry's like, hey, we've been doing that for like years. So he was, that's when he caught the catch. Jarvis Landry came out and was like, that yeah, wasn't that great of a catch. Everyone's like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, we do that all the time. <laughs> so he was like, so yeah, he was just like, yeah, we we throw each other those crazy passes all the time, and we catch them one-handed.
2: So, but yeah. All he right. did.
1: He beat. He should beat we, Odell Beckham by like a second, or something like that.
2: Should we talk about the main event then? Two tenths of a second.
1: Yeah, let's talk about the main event. Dodgeball. Dodge NFC fucking destroyed the. Oh, NFC. I thought you were gonna
3: talk. <laughs> I thought you were gonna about to say the actual Pro Bowl. I was like <laughs> no, that's the. I thought you were gonna say the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh but no. Dodgeball.
2: Uh
1: yeah, dodgeball. That was fun. It went really quick, but.
2: Yeah. Once Jarvis got knocked out, Drew Brees out. and,
1: and uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Andy Dalton went out like immediately, <laughs> apparently, and then
2: uh,
1: yeah. I just, I just what's know that name? everybody
2: was tweeting out Alex Smith because he just oh, right. couldn't throw the ball. Alex Smith
1: threw like a weird sidearm, like kind of like a weird sidearm pass, and it like went straight down toward in like a weird angle at somebody's feet, and they just jumped over it. And everyone was like, "Oh, Alex Smith can't throw a ball or something stupid." A
3: dodgeball.
1: It you have to throw. Yeah, you have to throw a, ball. Yeah. It to w- throw it a was... weird knuckleball. at yeah. I landed
2: like... like ten yards short of anybody though. The one throw, I yeah, didn't. I, I didn't watch the watch one that, that, they kept f- that kept throwing a GIF of online. I yeah. was looking.
1: I was like, I don't know. Just...
2: Well, you, your boy is the one that tweeted it out. The, yeah, the anti-Clay Windler. Yeah, yeah, the guy had a field day, <laughs> and <laughs> Dan Hanses put on the endron comment. I think it was just, like, this is another sport that Alex Smith
3: sucks at or something like that. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, sounds like it's another sport that Alex Smith is mediocre at. I was actually surprised at
1: the very beginning, you know, like, everyone runs towards the center to grab a ball. Alex Smith ran and he grabbed ball and he just stood there in the front and he was just like, fucking throw a ball. And he was, like, do- he dodged a couple of them. And he was, like, standing right up there in front. I was, like, what are you doing? Get in the back, you idiot. And he was just, like, and then he just kind of, like, slowly walked back. He, like, kind of struts back. Game and game it does doesn't like, matter at right.
3: all. Ken is still cheering. <laughs> out,
1: I was cheering for the it's AFC, okay? <laughs> fucking, but I thought it was crazy. He was, like, up there in the front and, like, balls are like, whizzing past him. And it was, like, fucking Andy Dalton's way in the back and he gets knocked out, like, right away. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but the best part, of course, was at the end when it was uh, T.Y. Hilton all by himself against six out of the eight uh, NFC players that were still there. They beat him six was... to nothing? That's how many... Yeah. Damn. It was six people against <laughs> T.Y. Hilton. And he's back there by himself, and he's just catching all the balls, and like, and he's throwing them back, and he's like knocking people out, and he's catching them and throwing them, And he was... They had to like reset because they threw all the balls and they had to reset like three times and it was just everyone versus T.Y. Hilton <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of times. Did, well, does the guy catching, not come back in? No, if he was
3: catching him? the balls, does he not come in there? I guess not. I don't know. What the hell? It was weird. So I didn't, I didn't
1: understand the rules and I was watching it on mute and I was like, I don't know what's going on here. All I know is T.Y. Hilton is putting up an amazing battle against all these guys. That would have been awesome if he came back. It would have been amazing, yeah. I was like, dude, I hope T.Y. Hilton comes back and he just catches all the balls <laughs> and then. <laughs> but yeah. He didn't. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of catching balls, though, uh, Mike Evans couldn't catch a one-handed ball. Just saying. Really? That's yeah, surprising. It took him forever. Huh. Uh, but yeah, dodgeball. I thought that was fun.
2: That's cool. Yeah, I'm glad. They did that. Um,
1: I think there are other. I think you need to add more events to to the skills competition because nice. it was clearly the best part. Yeah. So then, here's my question: What events would you guys add?
3: Was there any defensive events? No. Hmm, that's a good point. I think you could do at least like uh, you know batted balls or something. Just I mean, it's really like Maybe. more or less just a speed competition. But right,
2: dodgeball could be defensive. <laughs> <I don't know>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they had defensive players on the dodgeball. Yeah, I mean, court I whatever you want to call it. Um, man, I don't know. I heard I capture would someone, like capture the I flag would, could be. Fun. I heard someone I suggesting.
3: Um, I would like to see just straight sled races. That'd be fun. People just racing in sleds. Well, no, like you know, the, Where you were oh, the oh, oh, right, right. oh,
0: they. That's yeah. right. They did
1: have an event. It was um. It was like a. It was like a ninja warrior obstacle course. Yeah, I forgot and about that one. Yeah, all and it was, was like it was like oh, it was the relay. It was like a
2: team-based. There was like that's one on of the offensive linemen actually got to do.
1: Something. Yeah, there was like offensive defensive lineman, and it was like a team-based thing. Apparently, there was like a seven hundred pound like block. that had to like push and stuff like that, and. Yeah, the, like the last part was just like a, a running part or whatever. But it was like hey, there was like a wall they had to lift or something, and like a like a thing they had to push stuff like that. So there was something for all the big guys.
3: Yeah, so they need to do yeah. like a full uh, a sled race. That's strongest a good man one, competition. I feel
1: like yeah. one of these times. Wh- I feel like one of those times, some guy's gonna tear an ACL trying to push a fucking sled or something <laughs> stupid. Strongest man competition would be cool though.
3: Throw keg throws or yeah, something. Yeah, do keg throws over the over the goal posts <laughs> right, you yeah. know, Just stuff like rah! that. That'd be great.
1: I did see uh, some people suggest uh, precision punting, so have, like targets, and the punters can kick, be cool. can kick towards the targets, try to hit the targets. Uh, like super long field goals would be cool. What's his name? Justin Tucker or whatever his name was. Yeah, Tucker. Kicked, Justin Tusser, Cuck, Tucker kicked a seventy-yard field goal. I saw a video of that one. Oh because yeah. he said he could do it and everyone was like fuck you you know you can't and then there was like a video of him just like it. kicking a oh, fucking 70 yard well, we, <laughs> like, kick it that like, low for your right. but it was like here's hat. here's Justin Tucker like backing up his words and he was like and he kicks it and it's like you like it doesn't seem like it's that far away but then like you watch the ball and you're like jeez that just keeps going and then you see the uprights finally you're like oh my god that's super far <laughs> away <laughs> that'd be cool something I don't know some cool stuff like that I think they should just have races,
2: <laughs> like relay races or right? <laughs> something like that. I don't know. I think I they need like to have the punt. Fine, though, they still. need to have
1: the punt, pass, and kick. That's the original three, right? In the skills yeah, competition, that's true. right? Yeah. Just like whoever who can fucking throw the ball the farthest and have anyone can compete. I bet you some big ass lineman could probably hunk a ball, Some tight end or something. But you'd but then then you would get killed with, on the punting.
3: thing. You do some with those with remote control, control tackling dummies. Right, just have it's guys right. like chase them around the field.
1: <laughs> they should have like a freeze tag competition or something stupid. I
3: just I'm trying to think of like what other <laughs> dumb,
1: dumb what games. dumb sports can you make them play? That's like like dodgeball kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's like where's like your ping pong ball competition or something, table tennis tournament or something like that.
2: What if you could do something with those remote controlled cars? That'd be cool. Like what? who can tackle the most and yeah.
3: yeah. Certain amount of time, yeah, chase around and stuff. They need to have something like, because I mean, really, what what you want is the the dump competition of football. Right, exactly. You know, they need something yeah. with a trampoline. That's
0: <laughs> no,
1: some guy's gonna get hurt, and then it's gonna be over. The whole Pro Bowl is gonna get, be over, or
3: something. Okay, I don't know. I think if we put our minds to this, we can come up we can with some, come up with some good real stuff. sweet stuff. But.
1: That's what I thought we were doing. And then I have them all on golf carts, like Rocket League style, <laughs> <Go and> throw <laughs> the ball at each other.
3: <laughs> Your answer to everything is Rocket. League.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool—passing it from the cart, catching it from the cart. I don't know. All right.
0: Nobody gets hurt.
2: Nobody. Gets hurt. <laughs> Just
3: some golf cart. One guy. Well, rolls until they roll the car. golf cart, yeah. They should make him play Quidditch like a bunch of nerds. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> See, oh, no, back and run around with a broom between his legs. <laughs> that's
0: right. All
1: right, that's cool. I liked the skills competition. I thought it was fun.
3: More fun than the Pro Bowl? more so
2: fun than the actual Pro Bowl. I didn't watch the actual
1: Pro Bowl. I did Bowl watch either. the Pro Bowl. Well, I mean, I, I watched it while I was doing something else, but, you know. Playing video games, but... Still, I, I watched it. Kirk Cousins
2: ran a dude down, strip ball. That was pretty cool. Yeah, he threw a pick. to keep To. Yeah, Tlaib.
1: Uh, Tlaib picked it off. Or no, Did no. Somebody else, Tla- picked else picked and it then off. Someone else picked it, it like off. It was like it. An, a D lineman or somebody. Or like a linebacker. I think mean, it was just a linebacker. Mm-hmm. But he was a pretty big dude. And he was running it back, and he gets tackled, and right at the last second, hucks it to Tlaib. You know, pitches it back to him, and then he's running, and then fucking Cousins chases Tlaib down and just. Yeah, karate chops it right out of
3: his fucking hands. It's impressive.
1: Yeah. yeah it was impressive yeah. that he chased him. Down. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, I would
3: not have picked her cousins. They were asking to do that.
1: cousins and he was like, yeah, man, it looked like he wasn't really holding on to it because he thought he was clear. And I, I he's like, I wanted to fucking win. So I ran jo- down
0: and I fucking karate deal. chopped it. <laughs> That's
2: true. They only won by like seven points, six points, something like that. Do you
3: think he shouted, how do you like that when he did it? <laughs>
0: no.
1: Like, what?
3: How do you like that? Oh, I'm, that pretty sure,
1: I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Michael Bennett did plenty of that, though. Right? I don't know.
2: I don't know. He was too busy uh, singing acapella to even think about.
1: But um, actually, my favorite part was there was a couple good parts, I guess. But my favorite part was when they the Superman they talked uh, to Andy Reid on the sideline, uh, and it was <laughs> like my
3: favorite part was that Chiefs part. <laughs> well, all of the Chiefs
1: quarter, like the Chiefs quarterback, was it? That had, Chiefs had. Five players of the pro bowl and they had and the, their their coaching staff was coaching the AFC side but it was just like it's stuff that you never get to see that never happens in like a real game that would be like man that would be so cool where it's just like Gruden's just like hey now we're going to go down to coach Reed on the sideline and he's just like he's just standing down there coaching but he's like looking at some camera and he's like hey Gruden how's it going <laughs> and it was just like hey uh, you've coached seven of these things now are you kind of surprised how low scoring the game is and he's like He's like, yeah. He's like, but that's going to change here pretty quick. And he's like, well, what do you got dial up for us? He's like, oh, we got a uh, uh, like a all-go, whatever, like streaks or something like that. He's like, we're going to touch down here real quick. And then, like, snap the ball. Alex Smith, like, tosses it up. T.Y. Hill catches it right in the back of the end zone. And he's like, all right, Reed called it. And then he was just like, we done here, Gruden? He's like, yep. And he's like, cool. <laughs> He's like, high five, dudes, and he was you like... You got to see
3: Andy Reid really excited. And Hi- then
1: my favorite part is at the end, he said he told the players, don't get too close to the mic. <laughs> <laughs> and then they cut him off. <laughs> no, I just like that he was just like, he kind of called the shot. He was like, yeah, I'm going to, we're going to throw a touchdown right here. It's just four verticals. And then, boom, they did it. Just like Madden. Boom. Tough <laughs> acting acted. Just like Madden. <laughs> That was fun. I mean, it was just fun that you get to see, you know, like, how cool it would be if if you're, if coaches on the football field at, at like, lower times of the game or something had, like, a, an obligation to, like, talk to the guy up in the booth, you know? <laughs> you're just like, hey, John Fox, how's it going? Uh, Gruden's going to ask you, like, a question, and then he's like, oh, all right. That would be pretty hilarious. Yeah, and that would just be cool, you know,
2: like, like hey, how's XFL it going level. right now? Like, just yeah. like a
1: dumb, just like a question, like... Hey, uh how's so and so who just got hurt or something, or like, hey, how's what do you think is going on in the game or something like that, you know? And he can just like, oh yeah, well, blah blah blah, you can say his dumb generic coach answer, and then mm-hmm. they
3: can shoot back up to Gruden. That's basically what they do at you know halftime when they're yeah, running off the game. But it'd field be cool if it, it just
1: there was something cool about seeing it like happening as the game was kind of going on. You know? Also, they had the the camera with the mic was like right in the fucking huddle,
2: which was cool. Did they have cameras on top of the coaches for the refs' heads, GoPros? No, that would've been cool. <clears throat> but
1: Drew Brees did have one during the skills competition on his oh, yeah, hat. Yeah, he did.
2: That's true. I was like, "Where's that footage?" They never did show that. I That's want to show stupid. Brees.
1: I want to show from his point of view. He's throwing sweet, you know, passes into targets. They had the a strapped to him, and they he had, they didn't it, it was use it? wearing they like a baseball it. cap, and it oh, was like sucks. strapped to the top of his head on his head, yeah, on his cap. And I was like, "Oh man, I want to see that later." It must not have been interesting enough for people to release that one. <laughs>
2: All right, John, you want to talk about some NFL honors?
3: Sure, Nick. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know anything about this topic. Uh, The NFL honors is where they give out awards. Most of them brought to you by something that paid the NFL money. (laughs) Bud Light? (laughs) Dr. Pepper presents... Uh, No. Oh, Bud Light presents... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, there is the Pepsi Next mm. Rookie of the Year. Mm, wow! Although I should say that list is from last year's awards. Let's see. The Rookie of the Year is brought to you this this year. Okay, it doesn't say on here, so we'll assume that it's Pepsi Next. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay.
3: What's it? Rookie of the Year? Yeah. Let's start there. Okay. So. It's- well, what we should. If we're gonna do that, we should do offensive and defensive. So offensive is Ezekiel hey, Now we're done. <laughs> defensive, we're Howard got it. Here. You keep holding on to that do you think?
2: <laughs> <laughs> defensive is Jalen Ramsey. We're done. Joey Bosa could have an
3: argument. Yeah, I feel like if there's maybe
2: he was injured hood, a it's lot. Be Joey Bosa. More. He didn't play as many games, but I he don't did know. not play as many games. That's true. Right.
1: Because and a lot of these are money.
2: Yeah, a lot of these are more. It's hard. I guess it's harder to quantify how good a <laughs> cornerback is <as> versus a <laughs> lineman. But
1: the defensive one, I don't know. Like, not a lot of defensive rookies really like have super great seasons. So it
3: was Marcus Peters last year.
1: Right, I know. <laughs> 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 <So> I know. <laughs> you you get eight interceptions in in your rookie year. I think you get rookie of the year, defensive player of the year, rookie of the year, whatever it was.
3: Uh, I don't know. I think it'd be cool if it was Jalen Ramsey, but if I had to guess, I'd say it's probably gonna be Joey Bosa. Seems I like don't think the, there's a lot of strong. Candidates seems like people here, so really liked him think. as a bright spot to a not very good team.
2: <laughs> they Early UC on, he was Lawrence. really good. And then I, I think he kind of <coughs> fell off towards the end. You know, I don't know. I assume it'll be one of those two. All
3: right, good, good yeah. talk. And Pepsi next rookie of the year. It's probably as Elliott. Would we, would we agree with that? Probably. You're not going to say it was Dak Prescott? That'd be cool. I think it'd be really I, cool if I was Dak, Dak Prescott.
1: Is that, Why shouldn't it be? I don't know. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's one thing to just be a running back, but it's another thing to be a quarterback.
2: That's true. He was a leader and a good player.
3: He was. Ezekiel Elliott had that. Awesome offensive line.
2: It's true.
3: Right. But Dak Prescott I mean, had that off- yeah. awesome <laughs> offensive line, and Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> <you know>, so. <laughs> it's true. And Chris <laughs> Bryant. it's true.
1: Okay, you made your argument. <laughs>
3: it's a little bit hard to separate them. I feel like Ezekiel Elliott was the one getting all of the, the prestige, hype. You know, a lot of people right. think he was like the best running back of the season, or one of the couple of best running backs of the season.
1: He did win the
3: rushing yeah. title, right? He yeah. did so. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> Not <laughs> overall yards though. I'm pretty no, sure. No, he didn't. I don't think he won from Bell scrimmage. Bell and Johnson had. Yeah, say Johnson probably had more. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Okay. And, and we, Bell had more from mm, scrimmage. Damn. Bell and had, he didn't play two yeah, games. Bell had an insane season. He that's, didn't play three games. Was
2: three game? yeah, it three games? Yeah, they knocked it. They
1: knocked that one game off. Mm-hmm. Oh. Cause you know that's how the NFL works. I don't know. Sure, Ezekiel Elliott. Anyone else? You want? But keep? we're giving it
3: to Dak Prescott, right? Yeah. Fuck uh, that.
2: As a SGB pod. <laughs> sounds yep. good.
3: Uh, okay, next. Next, let's let's find another good uh, corporate sponsor.
1: <laughs> Verizon, Ooh. Microsoft. This is a good one. Okay.
3: Courtyards. Oh. Greatness on the road award.
2: Oh,
1: greatness on the road. Are there? Nominees? Just good road teams.
3: What? Uh, <laughs> we don't know even what know. Or is this that an means, individual yeah. person? Or? Well, let me go try and find it. So last season it was Antonio Brown. Whatever that means to you. Yeah, uh, okay. someone who plays well on the road. That seems Matt like a really, really dumb <laughs> award.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't think we should go through all these awards. <laughs>
3: Clutch performer of the year award. Ooh. Let's do that one. Matt Ryan. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a good one.
3: Eric Berry. It was uh, Aaron Rodgers and Richard Rodgers last season. Presumably for the Hail Mary. Right. Mm -hmm. I do think Aaron Rodgers. He did throw another couple Hail Marys this season. (laughs) For that playoff win would be pretty sweet. Yeah. Sure. Okay. There's uh, FedEx Aaron Ground Players of the Year, which really seems pretty much just Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah, that's weird do they have to be on the same team uh, no those are two different awards Oh, okay. there's an air
1: player and a ground yeah. player weird
2: just just another way to get FedEx in there
3: yep the best one and this is only on the last year list I don't even know if they're doing it this year is the Don Shula high school coach of the year award oh they, they did that during the uh, the pro bowl oh they gave it on the already yeah okay <laughs> who won it last year it was <laughs> cool. some guy from Virginia sweet coach Michael Burnett of Tuscarora High School Virginia yeah
1: I don't remember how would you calculate that (laughs) for sure I'm sure it's just nominated by the by the high school students and then they they make like a video or something
3: okay (laughs) real one that really matters NFL.com fantasy player of the year oh god Ooh. This is a serious question.
1: Oh, um, who fucking destroyed in fantasy this year?
3: Johnson, David Bell, Johnson, and probably Bell, Bell yes. honestly, because
2: Bell came um, on towards the end when you really needed him in your playoffs. I don't know. It's true. He did have that. Was, record-breaking game. He was the really
3: good all season. <laughs> they, they were yeah, all he three was really of them good. At the all end. really good. What about Julio Jones? Yeah, I'm trying to think
0: of, like, who was really, you know... I'm trying to remember. Wasn't there someone who,
3: like, the went... Well, I guess Julio
1: Jones had, like, that 300-yard game or whatever in the middle. Against the Packers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, um, <laughs> Nick liked like this, too. Marvin Jones also had a 200-yard game <laughs> against the Packers, too. Uh, but Marvin Jones didn't do much the rest of the season after right, that. Yeah. He had, like, four or five good weeks and then not much after that. <laughs>
3: Oh, boy. That was also Antonio know. Brown last year. Yeah, I bet it was. I think <laughs> I, I would like to give it to David Johnson. Okay. As someone who had David Johnson on a team that He's carried him good. to a championship, I can tell you that he was pretty baller. That's good. And pretty much every single week.
2: Yeah. Jordan Howard. I'd say Bell, but, yeah, that's about the same.
3: Okay. Dave Johnson, Bell. I, ha- I cool. have a suspicion that that's going to be Elliott, too, and that would annoy <laughs> me a lot. Yeah, but. I feel like you're right. But. Okay, so the big four. Let's do defensive player of the year first. Oh,
2: God. The hardest one to pick. The hardest one <laughs> to pick. Uh,
1: man, who, who just destroyed it in defense this uh, year?
2: I know Vigga Beasley had the most sacks, but I don't know if he's yeah, the best necessarily the best that. player. I,
3: I was know. actually looking at it, reading this story on NFL.com. Similarly, recently. Um, so there, you, were, there were no great defenses. Some, 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 quick, some quick candidates. Got Vaughn Miller, Khalil Mack, Aaron Donnell, Landon Collins, New York Giants, mm. Aqib Tlaib, Eric Berry, Vic Beasley, Brandon Graham, Bobby Wagner, and Gerald McCoy, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think... I think uh, that was a Chris Wessling list. I think Landon Collins But it's several weeks old.
1: I think Landon Collins is going to win this one. Landon Collins, really? Yeah. That was surprising. The safety for the Giants. I think... He had like amazing I think he had like his making the leap type year. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna get something like that. I mean, Von Miller had
2: a really good year too.
0: I could maybe I see that. Just, he just had based a on defensive that list. Of the year. Did Von Miller get it
3: last year? Or? Uh, no, last year was JJ Watts. JJ Watts won like I'm glad three JJ of the last four it. or four of the last like, yeah, like something yeah. ridiculous like that. This is actually like the one year where <laughs> someone else could get it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and none of those people had particularly amazing I Whitney Merciless. I was going to say let's give it to him for
3: like I think uh, Vaughn Miller and Khalil Mack both had really, really good years. But they're, s- like, similar players, and that might actually I sort of had their votes I think Vaughn Miller had an actual bit, you know? really
1: good year. I think Khalil Mack is still kind of riding off a little. I don't think he had that great of a year, but I don't know. Maybe that's just yeah, me. I, mean, I feel like sounds good to me. Just, that sounds right. I just I don't think he... I don't know, I just felt like he didn't have... I think he played really well. I just don't feel like he... He didn't do, like, what Von Miller does, which mm-hmm. is, like, take over a game, basically. Like, fucking wreck some shit.
2: Yeah, Von Miller should have got it last year. I don't know. Well, he got Super Bowl MVP. MVP or, or was it was. this year where he was, yeah, like... Yeah, he won a Super Bowl, so that's well, not I so know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was it this year that he was, like, constantly... You'd have like a turnover at the end of the game to win them the game. Essentially, or was that last year? Was it this year? Oh, maybe. Well, it happened. A, it happened a
3: lot too. at the the back half of time. last year and a oh, lot the beginning okay. of this year. Maybe it's he, he was part. a little
2: quieter down the stretch too. It was always like it seemed like a strip sack to end the game or something like mm-hmm. that. But.
3: So I guess you could maybe get that. Landon Collins sort of has that feather in his cap, and that his defense specifically was closing out a lot of games. You know, right?
0: So. Yeah,
1: I just I've heard a lot of buzz about him like being really good this year. But, you know, even though the Giants are on primetime constantly, I don't really pay attention to any of their players. (laughs) Me either. It would be really easy to know whether or not not Landon Collins was actually good, but I really don't care. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I would be nice that someone kind of like that you wouldn't expect it to get. I guess Yeah, safety
2: rarely ever gets it, so it would be kind of cool. But
1: But I I wouldn't be surprised if Vaughn Miller gets it, I guess. He had a pretty good year.
3: Yeah. Offensive player of the year. Zeke Elliott. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no,
2: nah, I don't know. He might I don't
1: know. like I would I could see people like kind of This is probably where kind David of saying, Johnson
2: or Bell should probably get it. I,
1: I could see people saying, like, let's give uh, you know, like Zeke Elliott one of these things, like rookie of the year. Let's give, like, Dak Prescott the other one or something, or, like, Mm -hmm. vice versa kind
3: of thing. Like, these guys deserve something, so let's give them each something, you know? One of them wins Offensive Player of the Year, but not Offensive Rookie of the Year. (laughs) That would really surprise me. Uh, I I don't know. Maybe say had a great offensive
1: year other than those two. I mean, those guys I feel like. I mean, Matt Ryan, but he's... He's probably more of an MVP the, the he's guy, be Yeah, MVP, so so it's, so
3: it's then you're the, kind of like it's unusual that the offensive player of the year is a quarterback, exactly because they right. are usually MVPs. So then I, you, know, I, like, I kind of like
2: Julio Jones. i to mean, say Julio had the most good, reception yards. I think Julio missed actually like two a, or three games, a decent so.
3: candidate. Yeah, he's had a good oh. year. Also, I feel like Mike ben Evans like had a intrigue. really good year. Maybe like a quiet. He had but a I don't know much quieter type of year, though. I don't know that they're necessarily good enough. Like. I would really like to see David Johnson win it, but I just don't think his team was good enough for something like this. Generally, yeah, that holds you back. Sometimes that's uh, yeah. Le'Veon Bell didn't play the whole season, so that's sort of not in his favor. True. I'm gonna throw it out here. I think Aaron Rodgers was the best offensive player this year.
1: <laughs> what if?
3: Okay. And I'm saying that specifically, saying that I do think Matt Ryan should be the MVP.
1: Don't forget
3: Terrell Pryor. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He was on pace. Or here. okay, here's a real one though. Alex Mack, center for the Falcons. That'd be awesome.
3: That would be a uh, he's an upset huh? for sure.
1: <laughs> I maybe, but he's he's, he's gotten a lot vast, of credit for, how, improved for how much line. better that line has gotten. Yeah, he seems to be. I don't that know, would be crazy. That'd I be think awesome. that would be really cool if if he got it, but he's probably not even on a list. <laughs> Probably He'll probably not. get like one vote or three votes or something. There's always they like some guy who gets like one or something. two <laughs> yeah,
0: votes.
3: So the first Google result for has a lineman is uh, ever won the Heisman, um, and that's no right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. I have no idea if that's true, but I'm gonna I'm gonna find this offensive player of the year.
2: <laughs> well, well, while you're doing that, coach of the year. I feel like, that's pretty interesting.
3: Aaron Rodgers was the best player. I know Nick doesn't like it.
2: No, he wasn't.
1: But I thought we couldn't pick a quarterback. <laughs> no,
0: no, you can't. I, you can, I, I think remember. you could, oh, especially
3: okay. since I think most people are going to be voting for Ryan for MVP Okay. or Brady.
2: That'd be crazy if Brady got it. I don't think he's going to. I don't know. I think missed four say. games.
1: So, yeah, coach of the year. Coach How dear. is it not Bill Belichick?
2: That's what I'm thinking.
1: How is yeah. it not just the Bill Belichick award? I'm pretty sure really that's what be. most people were calling it anyways.
2: Uh, you could give it to Dirk Cotter, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. He, he did make them. They improved. I don't know that's if that was true. his fault or who was. You could give it to – I think that's more the deep coordinator, Mike Zimmer
1: win it last year for the uh, – I thought Riviera won it. But... Yeah, oh, Re- Mike Rivera. Rivera won it last that's year. Right, that's right. And so actually,
3: Cam like, Newton won MVP and Offensive Player oh, okay, last year. Okay. Whatever it's worth. Huh.
1: Yeah. Actually, that that reminds me. I've heard uh, Dave Jam Damacek make the the uh, come up with the idea that uh you shouldn't have, like the quarterback shouldn't be up for
2: Offensive Player, offensive of, the player of the Year. Yeah, they probably should. Because they or, or, the, or well.
1: Offensive Player of the Year should just be the MVP award. I think is what he said or something like
3: that. I don't know. Holy crap. So a couple defensive players I've won, though. Scanning through the whole list since 1972 on Wikipedia, I can tell you the offensive player of the year has gone to quarterbacks and running backs and Jerry Rice twice. There you go. So even a wide receiver <laughs> can't win this award.
0: Yep.
1: Wow. So it's going to probably be a quarterback or a running back.
0: <laughs> All right.
3: Yeah, Alex. The vast majority being quarterback. Surprise. That'd be so cool.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you are talking about offensive player? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh,
3: okay. Well, I actually, and I wouldn't like this just because I hate all they stand for, but I think Jason Garrett might be a good call for coach of the the year. year, Right. He's got two rookies and the best team in the league. That's yeah. I was wondering
2: about that too
3: that
0: yeah yeah
2: Mike sure. McCarthy coach of the year <laughs> uh,
0: for what <laughs> that's, that's the
1: joke <laughs> complete <think>. joke <laughs> 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 for standing on the sideline watching Aaron Rodgers do watching really Aaron Rodgers
3: <laughs> will his team <laughs> telling you he was the best player on the field this year
1: um, <laughs> just saying you know. I don't know Andy Reid is always like a runner up every year
2: so <laughs> so he didn't get the year he took them from like last in the league to the playoffs.
3: Who coached the NFC in the Pro Bowl? Was that Jason Garrett? Yep. So yeah. Usually that's a No, sign.
1: I, I don't think he got it in 2013 because somebody else probably did something fucking amazing then. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was, but I think, oh, no, that was the year that Pagano got cancer and Bruce Arians coached the Colts into the playoffs, I believe.
2: Oh really? Yeah. Bruce
1: Arians. Bruce Arians was the the offensive coordinator or whatever for the. So he was interim head coach while Pagano was out for cancer. So they gave it to Bruce Arians. So Bruce Arians got it. Yeah. Oh
3: wow. Okay. Yeah. Which is
1: like, what can you really say? Like,
3: nobody's mentioned Quinn yet. He's going to the Super Bowl. That's
1: what I. That was my second. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That would be a good point. Yeah. I think objectively, I would probably give it to Garrett.
0: Yeah.
2: I
3: would say so. That's
2: yeah.
1: and I
3: think the votes think are in a few weeks ago. So yeah, he, he wouldn't probably, have lost yet anyway. He's, he's in a huge
2: market, so he probably
1: he probably would have
3: got him. it.
2: Quinn's
1: uh,
0: good. Uh, I I like Rex Quinn. Ryan? Hello. <laughs> the, a coach that gets fired is the coach we that hear. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be pretty great.
1: Uh, yeah, okay, okay. Know. So that, that MVP. would win the award
3: for Doug Whaley's only good decision of the year. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
1: That's like uh, NFL executive of the year, firing Rex Ryan.
3: Okay,
2: MVP? Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan? We're done. I think so. All right, we're done. Sweet. Transition. Very
1: contentious category. Okay, let's talk about the Super Bowl real quick because we have to talk about – let's graze over two weeks ago when we picked the championship games. All right. Uh, We did do picks, so we should at least graze over it real quick. Um, Yeah, John and me and Brian and the coin all picked Green Bay. I did say if Aaron Rodgers continues to play the way he's played, then that's the team I'm going to pick. But then he didn't really play great. He did okay, but
2: John did also, pretty much say he did not have a lot of confidence in Green Bay, but he felt like true. he should pick them. <laughs> and in it, that they yeah. were on a magical ride that could easily end. I
1: will say... If you recall, they did lose like eight players during the game. (laughs) That was one thing that really stood out. They showed a list of all the players, and then I can't remember who was commentating on that game, but they said, this is just from today. And it was like, yeah, it was like a whole screen, and I was like, holy shit. Like, you could see, like, oh yeah, players are, like, falling, and like, getting wheeled off the fucking thing like, basically every other play. But it was like, they showed it, and it was like, oh, that's like eight people in one game. And I that's on know. top of the, like, 15
3: people they already had. I don't know why you guys give Mike McCarthy so much shit. I think he's a pretty good coach. But I think Aikman did, I think, rightfully call out, if not McCarthy, the whole Packers organization for some reason. They seem to be constantly, like, devastated by injuries. Yeah, he did, They yeah. were super banged up all season this year. They've been, that's and always it's been. It's been that way for yeah. the last several years. It's like something to do with conditioning or how you're practicing or something is contributing to this. This is happening too often. So I think that was actually a shrewd observation by Aikman. Uh, As far as the game goes, they got completely blown away. Yep. It was just kind of one of those days. I thought the first drive they went down, they almost scored a touchdown. And they... And they kicked field goal and missed it. They missed the field goal, even though Crosby had <laughs> missed, like, 25 completely. straight right. in the playoffs or something. Right. Yeah. Uh, had two 50-yard clutch kicks the week before. Whatever. Totally over it now. The next <laughs> drive, uh, they drove down there and fullback fumbled it on, right. like, the two-yard line.
2: Ripkowski got ripped out. That was basically the... That was, that was, that that was the, the, the beginning of the end. That was the thing, yeah.
1: So, at that
3: point, they were down 14 nothing, and I think... <laughs> In my opinion, that's not when the game
0: ended. Okay. The game
3: ended a few plays later when, oh, when, when Matt Ryan the ground. fumbled the ball on the ground and one of the Packers jumped on top of it and the ball just fucking floated away from him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's when you know the yeah. gods just imagine, aren't with you today. Not with you. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's that's when it that's when it ended in my mind. That was like early second quarter, I think.
2: But. What was the final score? Like twenty two to forty two or something like that?
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: I think it was something like that. It was pretty...
2: Put in those backups at the end. Yeah. Uh,
1: well, congratulations to Keith and Nick for picking that game correctly. And Sticking with the Nick mountains. successfully whoop, whoop. picking both of the teams in the Super Bowl. Also, John did too, but he didn't actually pick the teams on the way. John did predict New England I, I, and I Atlanta. them
3: when they played the Packers. Yes, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes I'm just saying... <laughs>
1: You made your prediction, and then you
2: picked against yeah. it, but that's
1: okay. Yeah, you I, did said,
3: pick, I picked against you the Packers every week,
2: it. and those are the ones I missed, so will <laughs> say that.
3: <laughs> yeah, I just noticed that Nick is actually has the uh, top, top score for the playoff challenge.
1: Yeah. It was so his, far. It's because his hate really
2: dragged him through the,
3: uh, the playoffs. So dragged me down. the hate I him. Yeah, right. It worked
2: on the last one, and it got me the lead, so that's good.
1: Um, And then uh, Pittsburgh, New England. We, we all picked, picked New, New England, England. so... <laughs>
3: Yay! So did anybody watch this game? <laughs> Not
1: super exciting. I really. watched it. Oh, okay. I, I kind of, um, like, watched was doing other stuff. It yeah. was kind of what I expected. Yeah. Is, I was just you like, know, everyone always, like, every game, in, especially in this playoffs, everyone's like, oh, it's going to be a great game, it's going to be close, but that's more wishful thinking. You're just, like, hoping it's going to be a great game, but I was... Yeah,
3: this game was... I'm uh, The I was, score was technically closer than the right. Bay game, but I thought it was at least as lopsided and no, much yeah. more boring.
1: Yeah, it was... It was close for the first like half of a quarter, but I was basically like, "Yeah, if the Steelers played like they played against the Chiefs, they're not going to beat <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> they're not going to beat New England." And they played like they played against the Chiefs, maybe worse. I don't know. It was not good, but uh, it was definitely
3: not good for them that Le'Veon Bell went down. That's oh, true. Yeah. Went down game, pretty
1: much quick. Yeah, but I don't uh, think they had much of a no. chance. It wasn't it going was well bigger. before that, but. Brian did send me a text after, because uh, I think it was like 10 nothing or something, and then the, the Steelers got a touchdown, and so it was like 10-7, and Brian sent me a text that was like, oh, at least this game looks like it's going to be better. And I was like, there's a lot of game left. <laughs> <laughs> as always, there's a lot of game left. Like, it, oh, it seems like it's not as boring, but there's a lot of game left. And then, yeah, just kind of went downhill from there.
3: Another lopsided affair. So that was the capper to the most lopsided playoffs probably of all time. Maybe. <laughs> Let's
1: hope the Super Bowl is not lopsided. Did the AFC win the Pro Bowl?
2: Yes. Okay. Apparently, apparently, apparently Brian picked that correctly. Oh, okay. I, yes. I guess no one else knew. I mean, I would have picked AFC game.
1: because whatever. Chiefs are AFC. AFC guy. Whatever. But I didn't know we were picking the Pro Bowl, so... I didn't Me either. So yeah, Brian basically Brian probably typed it down in there, there the the typed list. it in there, and then wrote <laughs> AFC, and then gave himself a win.
3: That's just
2: that, that's how he's gonna
3: win the tiebreaker tie between <laughs> you and him, John. Uh, no, I think the tiebreaker will be settled.
2: Because John's gonna. ooh, never oh. mind. Don't want to spoil that. Let's, <laughs> let's get right into that.
3: Yeah, let's
1: get into it. Atlanta, New England, the Super Bowl in Houston.
3: Hashtag. Deflategate
2: revenge game. Hashtag road again. (laughs) (laughs) Again, double revenge. Last Super Bowl there, and it
3: was also Deflategate revenge game. That's true. Um, yeah. Was Deflategate two years ago now? Yep. Holy fuck. Seems like forever. God damn, that's because it is. (laughs) I was like, "What are you talking about? They weren't in the Super Bowl last year." No.
1: Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Your mind's playing tricks on you. Uh, yeah. This is the Super Bowl. Coin picks New England. Brian picks Atlanta. I think John... John.
3: I I said it a month ago before the playoffs even started. (laughs) I said, if I'm picking objectively here, I think it's going to be New England over Atlanta. And I don't think anything has happened to change my mind. Hmm. Uh, Atlanta has looked pretty baller for the last two weeks. New England looked very good last week, kind of flat the week before that at, at least. So, I definitely think Atlanta has a chance in this game. I'll be rooting for them, But I think I'm going to have to pick New England. I think they're probably going to win.
2: I feel like New England has the experience. They've been here before. Their coach's been here before. Weird things happen in the Super Bowl. Like, players get super tense and nervous. And like it's, It always seems like the first quarter is just awful because both teams are out of whack, but
1: they're all kind of feeling each other out, yeah, usually, they're not they're trying used to figure being out what such the tone a big of the game is going to be. Right.
3: And, I, and I also think it's a little bit unfair to say all oh, the Patriots have all the experience. Like, They uh, also have a tendency to exchange a lot of their players well, pretty damn fast. Actually, so and let's, Brady and here's, Belichick have a lot stat. of experience. But.
1: 30 of the players on this team weren't actually on the team two years ago when they won a Super Bowl.
3: So less than half their team, and that was just two years ago. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah it was on the team, though. Brady. It's true.
1: That's huge. Yeah, who's not on the team now, though? Gronk, because he's hurt. That's true.
2: (laughs) Yeah, having Gronk would be a huge benefit.
1: They don't need Gronk, they have Chris Hogan,
2: (laughs) the lacrosse player.
1: It's true. You
3: never thought you'd hear that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that guy did beast out
1: slash sarcasm. Don't forget that one. He did have the same game as Julio, as Julio Jones. Jones. That, that's that's so something like we didn't mention. 150
2: yards and two touchdowns. It was like eight three. catches oh, yeah, for like, like 150 yards,
3: two eight, touchdowns. To, to the, uh, or no, it was like 180, 180 yards. 180, I yeah. believe it was. Yeah,
2: wasn't only two touchdowns? Or was there three? I think
3: it was two. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was insane. Oh man! Oh boy! Well, I'm just, I'm gonna go with my heart instead of my head, and I'm just gonna pick Atlanta. Okay. Fully expecting New England to win, but then I'll be right with the other pick that we made. So either way, I'm <laughs> happy.
0: <laughs>
1: well, I too am gonna go with my heart, and I'm gonna go with it, Atlanta as well. It's it's worth getting it wrong if if you went with your heart.
2: <laughs> yeah. Sure. so we'll see what Keith says I think the only wow. team that Keith Keith had Atlanta going to the Super Bowl and winning so I assume he's going to okay. pick Atlanta but alright never know so John L-Pen he's L-Pen. going he's, he's picking with the
1: evil team
3: wow this, this is a villain pick <laughs> if ever there was one
2: John is also sticking <laughs> with I'm his original pick though so that's good
3: <coughs> good good
2: I'm not too surprised that the Patriots. do you think, think it'll be a close picker. game that's the big question here <laughs> Or is it gonna be a blowout? One so,
1: away? I feel. I, could, I feel like, like Atlanta
2: it could be a is
1: a. They, so far, they've been like basically defense proof.
2: They've, they haven't really had to play from behind a lot. That's true, and that's their, that's their tactic
1: early. is essentially yeah. to get out and like your game plan essentially has to be throw the ball. The Patriots can do anything, so I'm not really like if you make them run, they're just gonna run. Legarrette blunt and he's going to just fucking destroy you. If you make him throw, they have Tom Brady. So, he's going to destroy you too. So, I'm not really sure. <clears throat> I don't I think, really know I think the, there's how you beat chance. the Patriots other than just a little bit of luck and be super disciplined and somehow, if you can get pressure up the middle on him, which is like what well, we know, the fucking... The, this team's not going to do that. The only that, team that's so. ever
3: done is the Giants. And they did right. it with... Great defense and a lot of well, luck.
1: Well, the. I mean, yeah. And the. Uh, I mean, the, the Texans got pressure up the middle. That's the big thing, is get pressure up the middle. Mm-hmm. Texas is the only team I've seen
3: it all year that have managed to do that. Oh, yeah. <coughs> the Falcons in the last gonna get, two years aren't going to get any pressure. So yeah. the only way they win this game if they, is if they beat them 45 They're going to 40. have to
1: get really creative on defense if they want to get any pressure up the middle on Brady and that's going to leave you susceptible, obviously. Yeah, so. no pass rushes,
0: Not good.
2: Well, you can pick Beasley, but.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I don't really know yeah. what the, what it is, how you can stop the Patriots. So, other than to beat them in a shootout. Right. And I feel yeah, like that's pretty much that's right. basically what you're going to have to do. That's how Atlanta's going to have to win this.
3: I do think, yeah, that's Atlanta's best hope, but it also honestly seems to me like this could be like the, Broncos and the Seahawks from several years ago. Like, if the Falcons come out and they just can't get their magic going. Right. Similar to how the Packers (laughs) played two weeks ago. I think you were going to say the Falcons are blowing
2: them out. I was like, I don't know about that. No, I think if
3: the Falcons come out and things just aren't going their way in the first quarter, they could just start getting blown out. I I could definitely see that, yeah. Right. Especially if they stick to the Bill Belichick tropes of taking away Julio Jones. (laughs) You know, things like that. It could be
1: the thing is, is the, ni- the, the the thing. That's the thing, though, about the Falcons is is you got to pick your poison, you know. And that's what the Packers did, kind of thing. Is they're like, all right, well, we'll we'll double Julio Jones. And me just fucking throw it to Mohamed Sanu, and then they're like, okay, well, we'll move a guy over to Mohamed Sanu. Well, I just throw it to Julio Jones. Well, the so the
3: Packers have like the worst secondary in the yeah. Life.
1: I know. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. You yeah, have Oklahoma to but Sneed if you goes off on M- this game that is new is not a guy you're just going to leave I mean you're going you have to leave a one on one if you want to double up on mm-hmm. Julio Jones and he's still good enough to burn you. I mean that's what makes him dangerous. But you also have Tevin Coleman and Devontae Freeman in the back and Taylor Gabriel. Taylor Gabriel can stretch a field and like I mean you can't they have a lot of offensive weapons. I, I could
3: believe the Falcons <laughs> win this game because Tevin Coleman and Devonta Freeman had yeah, the right. games. Yeah. I don't think Malcolm Sanu new and and I think a lot of it would be something would be
1: along the lines of, like, they're gonna go all out to try to stop Hulu Jones, and it's like, well, we'll just beat you with our two running backs and our two okay, or good receivers, then we don't need, you know, Hulu Jones. He's gonna have a big game, or a couple of big shots here and there, I'm sure, but it's like... Yeah. I mean, they can run in on you, uh, and both of those guys can catch and run as far as receivers go, but I mean... You can say the same thing about the Patriots, which I don't think we need to say anything really about the Patriots. They can do whatever it takes to win a game. They are capable of doing an offensive plan based around that. So if they need to run it up, jam it down your throat with LeGarrette Blunt, they're going to do that. If they mm-hmm. need to yeah. uh, fucking throw the ball out to their other running backs instead, they're going to do that. You know, if They just need to dink and dunk every 10 yards on you with Edelman and Hogan or whatever the fuck, they're going to do that.
3: Julian
1: Edelman, Chris Hogan. <laughs> Better hope that they don't need to help uh, uh, Martellus Bennett to have a great game, and then he gets injured. <laughs> <up>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how both teams approach the game, but I think the only way you beat Patriots is through the shootout. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, they, like I said, they seem like their offense is. Defense proof. they I think the, the Lions most like well-willed. four and a
2: half or five for Patriots right now. So. I thought it was three and a half, but really? No. Last time I thought it was four and a half. Yeah. I don't know. I don't maybe, know. Maybe people are betting
1: Atlanta. would be crazy. But uh, it would be. If it's a shootout, it'll be a fun game. That's what I. You know, you just want it to be a good game. You don't want it to be a blowout. So usually it's not. Yeah. so That'd be nice. <coughs> I mean, that's the thing is we've had oh, a blowout right. minus three now. We've that's had crazy. we've had a blowout sandwich so far because <laughs> the last two Super Bowls have not been great. It's they've been The kinda, New
2: England one was pretty awesome. But
1: no, well I mean not that one. Uh yeah. The last one wasn't great. The New England and the Seahawks one was great. Some people were saying that's the best one of all time. And then before that was the Broncos Seahawks which was also a blowout and was not that great.
3: So
1: the Broncos Seahawks game was a pretty <laughs> terrible. Game. That was just a yeah, that, was that was just bad. a terrible
3: I enjoyed last year's game. And it was mm-hmm. not like it was a blowout. It was a close game. It just wasn't I don't High know. It felt,
1: like a, it felt yeah. like a blowout It, 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 it felt it like that interesting. the Broncos had it in hand the entire time, and they were just like, I mean, they had yeah. paid Manning who could barely throw a football. So the only reason why it was it was close is because they couldn't get their offense yeah. going well enough. It was a but,
3: dominant defensive performance,
1: <clears throat> right? Sure. But it didn't seem like it. Just seemed like if if Manning can do like one or two productive things, this game is is out of hand. But uh, yeah, whatever. Can you believe that paid Manning played in a Super Bowl and it was only a year ago? Because it, be it seems like that was like it five seems years, years ago, ago. already. It seems like 2016 was ago. a long year. That's yeah. true. <laughs> We've all been battered and beaten.
3: <laughs> Almost as bad as Cam Newton in that game. <laughs> oh, so okay, uh, so yeah, this has New England minus three over under 59. We'll call wow. right now if it's the under the Falcons, Falcons lost. Lose. I don't I don't see any way they win again
2: with 59's not that bad actually I that. could see it going more than that I think one of the Falcons average like 32 points a game so maybe more than that now I don't know okay
3: no I don't think that's unreasonable <laughs> to be the line for the game I just think the Falcons are only winning if it's above that
2: yeah I agree
1: <coughs> well only time will tell It'll be a fun Super Bowl, hopefully.
2: <laughs> hopefully, it's
1: all you can hope When your team's not in the game, you really can just hope that it's going to be <laughs> a good game. Okay, Whew. that was long. You guys ready to You guys ready to call it? Yeah, a podcast. Let's do it. Yeah, sure. You ready? You ready, John?
3: Okay. I was born ready. All right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just, All right. just give me the cue
3: I, I only got one thing to say that's true
1: thank you for listening to this podcast if you like the music on this podcast you can find it royalty free at bensound.com
3: thank you bensound <laughs> you're one cue and you fucking waited forever um, it's called building suspense okay
1: uh, it seemed like more like building forgetfulness um, thanks for listening. Also, listen to our video game podcast. comes out on Mondays. Rate us on iTunes. Rate us on iTunes,
3: please. Uh, and hey, you didn't do the twitters.
1: Catch us on Twitter. <laughs> we already talked about Twitter at the beginning of the show. <laughs> uh, at FGB Podcast Don't forget to tweet out your senator, and or call them, and or email them. Just do it all, man. Do it. Let them know you you don't agree with LB six thirty two. They should really give that a name. Straight up. Fuck the middleman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all
1: right. I think you can get that training. Was that? Was that says Factory, John? That was perfect. Okay. I'm
2: Ken Hagen. I'm John Wright. And I'm Nick Eric. Till next week.